Hi, everybody. This is Ben Hodges here from BH Drum Academy, and welcome back to the BH Drum Podcast, where we're talking anything about learning drums. This episode is going to be the first of a three-part podcast, a three-part podcast um, over three different episodes, and we are talking all about the same topic because it's so big that I didn't want to spend this over a good one hour or two hours of me talking about this topic because it's it's such a big part. It's about recording drums, recording drums. And I'm, I'm just going to be talking about the basics. There is a lot of information about recording and recording everything from guitar to vocals to drums. Now, in my basement, I, I, of course, do lots of drums, but I also do lots of recording for bands, like I do demos and scratch tracks and uh, mixing and EQ and things like that. And I use the equipment that I have and the studio that I have. Do I have a world-class amount of equipment or a studio space? No, I don't. This is actually the basement of my house that I have treated, soundproofed, invested in in order to make it sound as good as it can in order to kind of create BH Drum Academy as I as I need to. Um, but uh, you can spend infinite amount of dollars on equipment uh, process and you can spend also an infinite amount of time which some people might say is worth more than money um, on about mixing and, and figuring out how to record drums and, and all of these things. So um, many people ask me, I'm curious about how does someone record drums? Like, what do you do? What do you need? Um, how do you do it? Like, how do you make this sound good? Uh, all of that stuff. So um, I thought this would be very helpful for lots of uh, beginning people and learn people who are learning drums of how to record. I, I love telling people to record their drums, um, even just take video of themselves on their cell phone or uh, just have a quick like microphone set up or something so they can hear themselves back play drums uh, because it's a great way to see and hear uh, feedback for yourself. Uh, you know, what does it sound like? Because sound of music is pretty important. Or if you want to have a certain look, what does it look like when I play? What's my technique doing? So recording drums is a great tool to use when, uh, when you're giving yourself some feedback. Um, but you could use drums, like recording drums, you could use it for maybe your own scratch tracks. Maybe you're making your own covers. Uh, maybe you're like collaborating with some people. Someone sends you a guitar riff and you want to record some drums to send it back to them, uh, like some remote recording. I mean, that, that happens a lot. Um, I'm going to tell you some basics of recording. My first episode is going to be all today. This, this episode is all going to be about the equipment that you might need or, or want to get and how to set it all up. Um, I'm going to be talking about that specifically. My next episode, episode two is all about the process of recording. Like, okay, it's time to press record and go. What are some things that you need to check and uh, make sure that works? And also like the process of actually doing it. And then the third part is actually what do you do after you stop record? What do you do with that audio file after? How do you make it sound as good as you possibly can? So it's called mixing the drum. So we have three parts. So Today's episode is part one of the three about recording drums for um, for beginners, and this is uh, about the equipment and setup. So let's start with the equipment. What equipment do you need in order to record drums? Well, 
there's lots of things and areas to think about. And of course, everything goes on um, how much money you have, how much time you have and, and all that stuff. You could spend, again, infinite amount of dollars. I'm going to tell you some of the basics and some things that you do need. Um, so first of all, obviously, you need the drums. You need the drums. You rather Now you can decide if you want to play um, acoustic drums, which is like some people call it the real drums, or the electric drums. Okay, acoustic drums, of course, they are louder and a little harder to control in terms of what they sound like. And then the electric drums are plug into the computer and that's it. And then you can just adjust the volume in that sense. And the sound of the electric drums is always tuned, easy to go. But some people really don't like the sound of electric drums. And that, that for example, is me. I don't like doing that. I use it to play, uh, do online drum lessons, and that's about it. Uh, but sometimes it's in a pinch. And sometimes they have cool electronic sounds that I like to use. Um, but I personally like recording the real live sound drums. So, of course, you need drums. So choose choose your avenue. Um, you also need a computer. Okay. Now, a computer that can also handle the recording. Now, um, the more things you are plugging into your computer, meaning the more microphones uh, or perhaps the more you're asking, the more workload you're asking of your computer, you may want a computer that can handle that workload. One of the big um, things about computers that probably will help it continue to run fast and be able to handle the workload is making sure you have a big enough um, computer memory or people call it the RAM. Okay, and I wouldn't recommend anything eight gigabytes or higher, eight gigabytes or higher. Um, the more gigabytes of RAM uh, computer memory that you have, the faster it's more it, easier. It's going to be able to com, um, compute information. Uh, my computer that I run all my stuff is 32 gigabytes because I ask it to handle video and lots of input sources and so on and multiple things at the same time. So it's basically the more RAM that you have, the easier your computer has in order to multitask. The computer I had before I custom built this one, I had this computer custom built by uh, someone who runs a computer store uh, locally here in Winnipeg. Um, but many people build their own computers at, um, the one I had before this, that was good for a couple, like one microphone, two microphones, um, was just like a regular computer I bought at a Best Buy or like a local computer shop that was really good for processing like documents. Computers are made for lots of different functions. Some are made for just emails and and word processing and stuff. Um, uh, but then you can get to the expensive ones or ones that are there's computer parts that go into computers that are built for this gaming, for example, or uh, built for audio engineering and handling more things. So um, it's good that you have a computer that has uh, a, quite a large number amount of computer memory, as well as also your hard drive should also have enough space on it to handle quite a, you know, some, some files, uh, whether you have an external hard drive or an internal hard drive, uh, that can definitely hold the amount of files, the audio files that you're going to be putting into it, or maybe video files, for example, they do take quite a bit of space. So keep that in mind. Um, another thing you're going to need is something called a DAW program or D-A-W. D-A-W, a digital audio workstation program. Basically, that means what the computer program is that's going to be recording your drums on. What's the computer program? Um, I like, there's lots out there, but I use Adobe um, programs. 
um, because I have it for Premiere Pro and it, it works nice that I get the Adobe Audition to work along with it. That's the Adobe Audition is the um, audio recording software and Premiere Pro is the video editing software. Um, there's Pro Tools. There's... Um, uh, lots of lots of different types. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, there's anyways. There's lots of uh, uh, digital audio uh, workstations or work uh, that you can use, um, uh, workspaces that you can use that that take audio and so on. You're going to need to have a good program that can handle that. So is it going to be doing the right things for you? Uh, what? How are you going to be editing your software? So some of them cost some money. There are some free ones that you can get online and some reasonably afford- affordable ones. And some of them are user-friendly. Some of them are way too complicated. So I guess you choose the press program that's right for you. You also will need a device that you can... Uh, take in audio signals. It's called a audio interface, a USB audio interface. And that's what the thing that you plug into your computer. Uh, That's where your microphone gets plugged into. It gets plugged into the audio interface and the audio interface is run by a USB cable into your computer. So it's basically taking the audio file or the, the audio source, like your like your drums or your voice or whatever, like this podcast is. Uh, I'll use my podcast example. My voice is being transmitted through a microphone, through an XLR cable into my USB audio interface. And my audio interface is plugged into uh, the wall. It needs power. And it's also plugged right into my computer. So it has, it is definitely uh, has the ability to take in audio signal and transmit it, transcribe it really into the computer. Okay. Um, Now, one thing I will say, you can also use a USB microphone. You can also buy a USB microphone, which is basically um, a microphone that instead of the other end is not a microphone cord, it's a USB cord and you just plug it right into your computer. Uh, it is a way to get around um, not buying a an audio interface. Audio interfaces are not necessarily cheap, uh, but USB microphones are definitely affordable and on the cheaper side. But they might not be the best for recording musical instruments, but they, they can work. Uh, you, the, many people get USB microphones to record podcasts or voices or use it for like video calls and stuff like that. Uh, but a USB microphone is a cheaper and a, a more affordable option. Uh, and an audio interface is definitely more out of an investment. An audio interface can also have many, many inputs. You can have one input. Uh, you can have two inputs. You can have 20 inputs. The one I have in my house is eight inputs because I plug in eight Um, microphone inputs for recording drums. So one for every single drum and a couple extras for here and there. And that's how I record my drums. So I just set my volume of each of the microphones and it all goes into my program when I press record. And lastly, the last part of um, equipment that you might need is microphones. Now, microphones can be very complicated. There's big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. <laughs> um, there's carotid ones. There's large diaphragms, small diaphragm, condenser, and it's really complicated. There's lots of different types of microphones. There's vocal microphones. There's bass drum microphones. There's snare drum microphones. There's instrument microphones. There's a ton of microphones. That's the point. There's tons of microphones and like some microphones are good for some jobs. Some microphones are bad for other jobs. So using the right mic in the right places, definitely a great thing. Um, now, if you, uh, it depends, of course, what your budget is. If you have only one microphone, 
Maybe you have one vocal mic. Maybe you set it up in a convenient place and you record it and you see what it sounds like. Some people I've even heard of using their just their phone, their phone as a microphone. And it's, it, phones nowadays, a technology of phone microphones, they have mini condenser mics in there. And it actually sounds really great. It takes all that the very loud noises and condenses them and compresses it into a smaller um, audio file. So it sounds kind of a bit smoother. Uh, don't be afraid to even just use your phone. Uh, you, some people use like one big room microphone. They invest in one uh, large, large diaphragm um, condenser mic. Like and some people use it as like a room microphone and they just put it up in their room and it takes in all the sounds of a room. Some people just have basic uh, kick drum and uh, one condenser. And then you can also get like more, more, more mics. Like you can have a, a drum mic for every single drum you have, a snare drum mic, a kick drum mic. So it really depends on um, how much money you have, how much equipment you have and how much you want to get or borrow and so on. And um, some mics are better for the job. Brand name mics all operate a little differently. So it, there's a lot of research that you can do about what mics to use. And there's some basic, more affordable mics and there's some mics that are super expensive. So uh, to sum it all up, just to just reiterate, uh, of course, you need a the drums themselves. You need a computer that can handle the workload. You need a DAW program, a digital audio workspace uh, or the computer program that you use, uh, a USB audio interface or the um, a USB microphone, whatever you choose. And a, of course, the microphones. So that's the equipment, the basic equipment you need in order to start recording your own drums. OK. Now, you have all the equipment. Now set up this stuff. Okay, now it's time to set it up before you record. Let's start talking about the drums first. Now, of course, you're going to set up your drums like you normally do. You set up your drums like you normally do. Um, I think this might go without saying, but if your drums don't sound good, they won't record good. If they do sound good, they will probably record good. So just another reminder about tuning your drums. Make sure your drums are tuned. The way your ear hears it is the way that it may be recorded. So just be aware of that. So tuning your drums is important. So make sure your drums are all set up. If you have any unnecessary buzzing or ringing or things like that, you can take like physical things like put a piece of tape or towel over some of those ringing areas or maybe moon gels or something like that um, in order to stop that. So remember everything that your ear hears is probably what's going to be recorded most of the time. So it's good to just make sure your drums sound as good as they possibly can. The next thing you want to set up is your room around you. So is there any other things that could make unnecessary noise? Um, for example, in my room, <laughs> every time I start playing drums, my, for some reason, my guitar that's hanging on the wall starts to ring and it's quite loud. It's an acoustic guitar and it starts to ring. So I have to always remove my guitar from my room in order to do that. Um, I have dogs. So, you know, make sure the noise is off or make sure your TV is off and things like that. Um, sound dampening in your room is also a great thing. Um, so I have, I'm lucky enough. I have carpet in my basement. Um, but if you don't have any carpet in your basement or uh, in your recording area, um, drums will maybe the sound waves will reverb. So having some dampening around the room, some people are able to get sound panels or curtains put up around the room to try and dampen some of the noise. So um, more reverberations of the sound waves that gets transmitted from your uh, drums kind of creates like an echoing sound or ringing sound. And we don't sometimes that's not a wanted noise for drums. 
want to be kind of a tight sound um, unless you're going for that particular sound. So just keep that in mind just to have your room kind of set up. Next is your uh, microphones. Okay, so we're gonna you have your microphones wherever they are. If you have uh, whether you have eight microphones or twenty microphones or just the one, you want to set them up in the most in the most convenient spot. So maybe not too close, maybe not too far away. Have them in the right spot. Now, if you have drum microphones and the some lots of them will just clip on to the edge of the drums. Um, some of the bass, for example, if you have a bass drum microphone as well, they, it goes perhaps close to the bass drum skin, or maybe you have a hole cut in the front of your bass drum. Um, uh, you can place it inside the hole um, and you don't want to place it just all the way in and against something. You don't want microphones to be touching things. You want them to be kind of away from the actual sound source. So um, it's kind of like me talking and putting my lips against the microphone. Um, it would kind of make it sound like I'm in a hollow cave of some kind. It would sound awful. So same idea. You don't want to put your microphones physically touching anything. So just keep that in mind. Um, you want to, you know, you can look up different ways and there's lots of different strategies of where to, to hook up um, uh, microphones and so on. But uh, microphones can also just be a kind of a trial and error. If you have one microphone, sometimes you can just experiment with where the microphone goes. Maybe you set it up First, start it right in front of your kit. Then start it right above your kit. Maybe you record it behind your kit. Maybe you record it across the other side of the room. You know, try a trial and error and do a quick test record and see what it sounds like just from where it is. You know, you can, maybe you can, uh, each room is different where the sound waves um, go is different. And um, depending on what's in your room and your sound, your sound treating in your room, you don't really know kind of how the drums are going to sound. So placing the, the microphone in different spots, you might find like a secret place where the microphone sounds great. Okay. So you, uh, you want to experiment a little bit, a little bit with that. Okay. Let, let the sound go to the microphone. Don't make the microphone go to the sound. So placing it in a correct spot is, is great and setting them up, running the cables. Of course, I mean, you make sure you run the cables and they're all connected nicely. And then you take those cables and you're going to basically uh, insert it into the audio interface that you have. So um, now it's time to set up the audio interface. So you've plugged in all your cables. The microphones get plugged into the USB audio interface and uh, the, the audio interface is plugged into your computer. Now, the next test is to test the, the level of the microphones to see if it's too loud or too quiet and make sure the microphones are working. Chances are when you start to uh, hit the drums, you will see that there's a little light on the front of your USB audio interface. And there's also a volume knob on the front of your USB audio interface. You will adjust that volume knob until you start to see perhaps uh, a green light. Most of, mine, most of them are green or a little light that will come on to say that it can read a signal or it, it there is a signal from the uh, microphone coming in. But if you turn it too high, you might see a clipping light come on or it turns red. Red is bad and clipping is bad. It means the, the signal is too strong. And it, when the signal is too strong, it will distort the sound uh, and it won't sound as good. So you want to find that clipping point, but turn it maybe just, you know, a, a, just a little hair below that clipping point. So you want the uh, sound to be a strong signal but not too strong where the sound distorts. So you don't want the sound clipping. So adjust the volume on your USB audio interface so that you can, so that it works and you, you have a strong sound signal, but it's not clipping. And you're going to need to do that for each of the mics. So if you have eight 
microphones, you're going to need to adjust each of the knobs separately until it has that. Okay, so that's how you adjust your USB audio interface and make sure that it's all set up ready to go with the volume level. And the last thing to set up before we press the record is, uh, of course, the computer program. Now, this is on your digital audio workspace or the DAW, as many as the professionals call it, the DAW. And you can use that word, too. Um, on your computer program, of course, you need to create the file where the audio is recording and you will need to set up something called tracks. Tracks. Now, if you have one microphone, you will have one track. If you have two microphones, you'll have two tracks. If you have eight microphones, guess what? You'll have eight tracks, right? You'll have lots and lots of tracks. Um, and of course, it depends if you want to go in mono, which is uh, sound comes out of both the left and the right side evenly, or stereo, which means the left speakers and the right speakers might sound a little differently, depending on if you want. Uh, this speaker on your drum, this microphone, sorry, on your drums to be the left side and this drum to make, you can set all that up. Okay. So basically you'll need a track per microphone that's going to be on your DAW and uh, on your DAW, you will need to make sure it sets up and the computer reads it that um, this track is reading uh, this microphone. This track is reading this microphone. So maybe on this track, I need it to read the kick drum mic. So you select the kick drum mic from its input and there you go. You have it's will you'll do a test and it will see that you'll have a little signal coming in when you test the kick drum mic that your computer is testing and you can see that there is a signal coming in. So when you you have to set up all the tracks on your um, digital audio workspace or your DAW um, and you have to set the tracks up so that is reading the correct microphone. So they call it the inputs. You make sure your inputs are correct. You select the microphone from the right place. Okay, so that's that's important that you do. Okay, now there is something, one more thing that you could do as a bonus thing, depending on if you need it or not um, when recording drums. Sometimes you need to hear, um, like you need headphones because you need to hear like a certain song that you're replaying from the computer. You can use a track to like put the song, maybe a guitar part or something like that on, on the digital audio workspace. And you can have it set up. So the song or the track that has the song on it can get sent back to your headphones by the drums when you're recording. So all that means is instead of an input, you're going to be sending an output. You're going to sending an output. So you can select that song um, and put the output as the headphones. And that can be plugged at, in right from the USB audio interface. There's a little output parts for there as well. So really, really interesting stuff. And again, it can be a little complicated, um, but they are quite simple once you learn it. Uh, and there's some great instructional videos that exist online and uh, lots of complicated things. And many people will put in their own two cents of uh, this is the right way, this is the wrong way, and so on. So um, this that has been the basics of how to set what equipment you need and how to set up uh, your this equipment in order to get ready for recording drums. So uh, I hope this has been helpful. Um, the next episode, part two, is going to be all about the actual process of recording. We're going to go through a checklist and make sure have we checked all the things to make sure what checklist do we need to do to, before we press record and. Uh, the actual process of recording. How do we play? What's what's different than actually playing real drums? Like, what do we need to keep in mind? 
So that's will be at part episode part number two. And the third episode will come up after of how to EQ and mix drums. So thank you very much for listening. My name is Ben Hodges and uh, I will talk to you in the next episode. Uh, see you later, drummers. Drummers.